Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. With me as always is Kareen in the blue corner. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi everyone. So today we're, we're sort of not gone around full circle but we're, we're going to revisit a topic from in date time terms is from about a couple of years ago. In fact possibly even our first episode, I can't remember, about the size of planners, or planner pages more to be precise, mm -hmm. uh, which then obviously impacts on the size of the actual thing you're carrying around or trying to carry around. Uh, and the, one of the reasons why we want to revisit this is um, how popular some of some new sizes that have sort of crept in, as it were, to sort of fill out those gaps where the you know people didn't thought that there, there was a need for yet another size of planner um and you know there are obviously advantages disadvantages and there's the luddards and monsters who say well, i don't want a new size i'm quite happy with the ones we've got etc and um and stuff like that but we'll try and what we want to try and cover is all the potential sizes in every conceivable thing and there are a lot of them and um but i think we can clear off a few quite a few of them quite quickly at the sort of outer regions of the sort of the planner sort of spectrum as it were a size spectrum i think is the better the better word for it and um because there you know there are some that aren't so well not common but they're not regularly used or you don't see so many people using them or if you mention them suddenly saying oh well, yeah i've been using one of those for five years but they, they don't put their head up above the parapet too often <laughs> <laughs> and i i also the ones that we use i think steve and i are also going to mention the ones the sizes that we've grown accustomed to or that have sort of work for our purposes right now as opposed to two years ago because we were in a different place planner-wise speaking of what we did and how we used them. And then we're going to be discussing how our current uses affect the way that we plan, or, or is it the way that we plan that affects the current use? I think that's the chicken mm. egg conversation that we're going to have. When, when you, I was, to get a bit scientific, if you like, when you actually look at the sort oh, of... Oh, let's, please. <laughs> the, the sort of complete spectrum of planner sizes from sort of mini or at one end of things and a4 slash monarch at the other end of things there's sort of like a gaussian curve you know this sort of typical sort of bell curve where the the popularity and usage sort of peaks in the middle somewhere around about sort of you know a personal size somewhere and in either side of it you've got the sort of slightly lesser used ones and so they go down and down and down to you know you, one end of the extreme it's the right hand end of the curve you've got sort of a4 and monarch and at the sort of mm. left hand of the curve, you've got sort of M2 and Mini, but there's still, you know, particularly a numerous people using those sort of lesser used sizes for, for whatever reason. But there's, you know, there's just incremental differences now, and it's becoming a bit of a nightmare um, for anybody new coming into the thing. They, they think, oh, I like that, but what size is that? And, and how do I buy one of those? Yeah. And how do I get inserts for it? And that's you know, the, the insert size problem and obtaining them um, can be a complete nightmare for a lot of people. Sometimes 
depending on your location in the world, really. Which brings us to yeah, the yeah. other conundrum of, you know, inserts that are measured in sort of good old feet and inches in some cases, and um, our metric brothers over in the rest of the world sort of thing. Um, and one of the things that sort of it struck me before we started recording was really that to a certain extent, it's no good buying a planner if you can't easily get the inserts for it, you know, depending on where you sort of currently live sort of thing. Because um, it's it's completely nuts to start importing th this stuff across, you know, thousands of miles. Because it's not just the the sort of the the binder. You're going to need inserts on an ongoing basis, aren't you? you know, right. From one year. <laughs> it's not a one, one and year done. to the next. No. Yeah. Uh, um, and so, so we, in at, fact, we've discovered that, right? The, the, it, it, yeah. Listen up, Americans. This conversation's for us because uh, I don't know if many Americans are aware of the International Standards Organization, the ISO, right? And this is where we're getting these names from. So if we're talking mm. about A4s and A5s and B5s and where, you know, where is this coming from? This comes from the world having gotten together in a meeting where the Americans were clearly excluded and said, <laughs> right, <laughs> We're going to set up some paper sizes along with other standards for things. And, and that's where the sizes come. So they're ISO sizes that have been predetermined to have to meet specific parameters. So if you're looking for a true A5, you go to the ISO, you do a search for ISO A5, and you will get a number. Or you will get a series of numbers that will be aligned with every single A5. And if it's not aligned, then it's not A5. That's how you know. <laughs> That's the size that, guide that we use. And that's one of my pet hates, in a way, is where um, sellers on a variety of sales sites will say, this is B6, or this is A5, or this is A6. Right. But it's not. It's some other size, which is not related at all to, um, you know, personal size is often called A6. Because what they do, they work on the basis of the size of the actual organizer or the size of the planner mm. being close to A6. Well, no, no, no. It's the physical paper page size that we're interested in when we talk about this is an A6 organizer or an A5. The paper determines the size of the planner. So if we're talking yeah. about an A5, we're talking about A5 inserts, not yeah. An A5 planner, in fact, which yeah. you may hold an A5 planner, but it acts and then A5 because the, it holds the inserts. And then you've got the various paper manufacturers who invent sizes of their own. You know, they, they might sell an A6, but they also sell an A6 plus. What? <laughs> who, who determines yeah. the plus sizes? <laughs> no, it's just one of those. Those are not what, ISO certified sizes. Not. No, so that that's just there to confuse you, and to so you end up with a stack of things in your cupboard that you can't physically use because it's the wrong size. <laughs> right. But there we go. Um, or you can just take a, tr a trimming knife to it, as I often do, to cut stuff back down to the right size that you wanted in the first place. <laughs> in fact, we were saying that just before the recording that at least in the United States, you can pretty much have whatever size you want. You can even source A4, but if you get yourself a ream of letter size or legal size paper, you can trim that down and ha or have the uh, office stationery supply company trim it for you. 
mm. and have a reasonable amount of that paper if, you, if you're willing to print your own inserts. I know Filofaxi has a lot of free inserts um, or templates that you can use to print out your own inserts. There's tons out there. I mean, you could really just do a search for whatever size you like. But other places, I know, for example, in Australia, it's relatively difficult to source some of the things that are available here in the U.S. And the shipping mm. is what makes the cost mm. so prohibitive. It's not the actual item itself. There's not a lot of cost in paper, you were saying earlier, Steve. Yeah, you, you almost pay as much for the shipping as you would a ream of paper in some cases, possibly even more. Um, I've seen sort of crazy prices asked for, you know, if you want to import B5 paper from Japan into Europe or into the States, um, you know, you pay sort of, you know, it just doesn't make sense to sort of um, sort of do that sort of thing because it just gets prohibitive in terms of cost, really. Especially but, if you want to maintain annually, right? If you yeah. want to keep up with your inserts, yeah. It's it's not just a sort of a one-off cost, is it? It's something that you've got to ongoingly think. And also, you, if you're going to buy a lot of paper in a particular size, uh, you've got to be sure you're going to still be using that same size in sort of two or three years' time because, you know, 500 sheets of paper can potentially last you sort of two or three years easily. Certainly, in my case, it does. Because you're not yeah. actually using that much each year in terms of for a diary insert. You're only looking at what maybe 300 sheets or 150 sheets at most if you're using sort of a day per page or so, something like that. But and if you're cutting a, a larger sheet of paper into sort of two or three or four um, pages, of course you've got even more sheets available to you, so it lasts even longer, sort of thing. You're going right. to be doing A6s or something like that. But, you know, I think most people sort of start around with sort of personal size. But the the waters have been muddied slightly re in recent times with something called personal wide, which is sort of the same height, but it's about an inch wider. And so everybody's going, oh, yeah, lo love, the, love the idea of a wider page, but where can you get inserts from? Well... Mm, you can't eat well you can in some cases and more and more etsy sellers are now sort of feeding that market were those and were those initially done to accommodate the franklin covey people most probably um because that's but it's even wider still than that franklin covey's about half an inch wider for our imperial friends or 13 mil but personal wide's about an inch wider or 26 25 26 millimeters wider so it's even further go you know if you can buy an actual organizer that fits personal wide then it'll fit franklin covey easily and you, with a big lots of space and you can have massive tabs if you so wish um <laughs> and still not have a problem and, but um but that's their yeah, medium so, size right i don't know what they call their medium size uh, i think it's just medium is it or is it no classics the larger size um, yeah, it's compact, yes. compact in compact, Franklin Compact, Coke. that's it. Yeah. I've got a list of these different names because I, I never remember them all. It's, it's just a nightmare. So there's but, personal, there's personal wide and then there's B6 in that no, little B, group. B6 of... is even wider still. Yeah, <laughs> and right. <laughs> a shade, shade taller. But B6 sort of started more in the sort of traveler's notebook world. 
And then they went in the opposite direction, and they, some of them come up with a B6 Slim. What's that size? Well, that turns out to be um, slightly... Um, well, that B6 is a, sort of an oddball, or the B6 Slim is almost sort of personal size, back to personal size in yeah. terms of width. But in one example I found, it's even taller. So I, I gave up at that point. Uh, I found I the greatest my... range and variety for the B6s, where people claim it's a B6, but yeah. in fact it's not. And it, but it's just like this wide range of variation mm. and modulation in terms of what's being considered B6. There's that German company that I can never pronounce. Um, in it's they produce a B6 in inverted commas notebook or diary or planner or something. And that's about 190 millimetres in height, which is about an extra half an inch to, well, nearly three quarters of an inch higher than it should be. <laughs> Width-wise, it's fine. So you, if you've got a cover that's supposedly just B6, you think, ah, this thing's not going to fit. So you end up having to trim the covers slightly to... Sort of be able to get the thing to hold in but it's so um, annoying you you end up having to invest in a, a nice guillotine I think that's the answer <laughs> or find someone who's got one of these big massive yeah. guillotines for uh, certainly for if you're if you're printing your own inserts having your own roller cutter or guillotine cutter mm. is is the way to go because it can mm. get expensive asking um, mm. these shops to, to get it done for you but you also want to make sure you're cutting to standard now a lot of these cutters i have recently bought one um will have the standard iso sizes on them the a5s mm. the a6s so you can set your markers based on that but but just so you know so so let's 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 start at the top Steve, because we kind of jumped into the personal sizes. Yep. The highest, biggest size that we can get in ISO is what? A4, I suppose. Or in terms of normal planners and things, I'm not aware right, we're of anybody. About commercial usage, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've not seen anything bigger than A4, but A4 is pretty big. Um, it is. It's fine on a desk closed. It doesn't look that Not much an everyday carry, to... would you say? Not really, but I'm sure there are some people <laughs> that do. Because the main advantage of A4 is, in, certainly in Europe and wherever, anybody who's in a normal office will be very used to using A4 size paper. Um, so yeah. any office memos, any um, um, you know, any paperwork that's generated in your typical average office is going to be A4 size. And the other advantage to it is it uses the standard sort of four ring spacing sort of with sort of 80 mil between the, the holes sort of thing. So everything is sort of standard off-the-shelf stuff. You can buy loads of, you know, um, document inserts and things like that that will fit in an A4 binder. It's basically just a, a slightly more posher A4 binder in a way. You know, it's got going to have extra pockets and pen loops and stuff like that. Um, the big, big problem I came across with using A4... Um, is the, the actual desk space it takes. Unless you've got a large, empty desk, <laughs> when it's closed. open... Yeah. Even closed, it's a behemoth. <laughs> but, you know, I had to have one in the collection. So I have one <laughs> A4, and at the other extreme, I have one Mini. But, you know, it's sort of like the the 
bell curve again right. as to how many I own in any particular size. Slightly smaller than A4, of course, is our old friend the desk fax, which is B5 size. So it comes down in, in the same proportions, but it's just slightly more compact, slightly bigger than A5, but slightly smaller than A4. So it's if you're in that sort of region, size-wise, it's a sort of a happy medium, I suppose. And that's why, you know, you, you've uh, been very keen on uh, desk fax size. I, I- I love the desk facts. Uh, we even have a group online. If anybody cares to join us, it's the Fraternal Order of Nine Rings. Uh, we've we've sort of um, poshified it a bit because there was <laughs> this. It was it seemed to be going the way of the dodo. Uh, no one suddenly, no one thought having big planners was the key. In fact, getting smaller and smaller was in at the moment, which was about three four years ago, I think, um, and. I realized that in fact, desk fax size, B5 size, was the ideal size for getting thoughts down and planning. So having enough real estate on paper to be able to write complete thoughts, have things large and colorful and be able to see things all on one sheet. I remember being asked to do a radio interview at one point and I had all of my notes on one foldable size uh, B5 sheet. Actually, sorry, it was a it was a letter size sheet that I had folded and punched holes into sideways and it fit into my desk fax. So and mm. that's the point I was going to make, actually, when you sent from A4, we go to B5. We actually go from A4 to letter to legal to B5, because <laughs> those of us ungrateful colonists here in the U.S. Um, have non ISO sizes, which we use. And the entire United States knows them simply as letter and legal size. Uh, there's no question about what size paper you're buying when you go to the supply company because there's only one size. It's paper. You just go and buy paper. There's no question as to why you need a different size. So this might be a bit of a wake-up call to those within the planning community that have, are just realizing that, my goodness, there are other sizes out there and they're standardized. Hmm, how does this work? So I could literally go into a shop and say, I want a different size and get what I want? Yes, you can. Um, I, I chose desk fax though because it really does uh, capture the effect of a letter size sheet of paper. It's smaller than letter size um, mm. and so allows you to fold a letter size sheet in half and hole punch it on mm. the, the short end into a desk fax size, which I love. Um, and it just so happens that a personal size planner sheet will fit, the first bottom three rings will fit into mm. uh, a desk fax size. So that's convenient, is that if you're planning, in other words, if you have an everyday carry that's a personal size and you've taken notes in it, you can simply pop in one of the sheets into a desk mm. fax and, and you're good to go on the bottom set of rings for the desk fax. So yes, desk fax holds a nice place in my heart. I wish I wish there were more inserts available for it. I don't want to have to print my own inserts. I'd like I'd like it done for me. So that's why I'm a little bit snobby when it comes to desk fax. Oh, on a similar thing, uh, pocket fit into A6 rings in the same yes. way, and quirky, uh, even quirkier are you can get two lots of mini into an A5 top and bottom. Without the mobile apping. <laughs> How That's I discovered fantastic. it, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes late, sense late. because if you want to take your shopping list with you, for example, yeah. and not have to carry your big planner, you can just pop it back mm. into your little pocket. Was it pocket or mini? 
Mini. Let's see if it's an A5. Mini. Mini. So Mini's got five so, five holes in it. So you oh, right, can right. use the middle three onto the three holes, the top three of uh, an A5, and then the the other sheet with the middle three holes in the bottom. They don't stick yeah. out the bottom of the pages, and they don't overlap either. So you can oh, actually great. have it's sort of one of those little stupid little quirks that you know they actually were thinking at the time when they devised um the the whole spacing for a5 because i don't know how that standard yeah. came about but it does work but there we go so yeah, then so, from desk facts we go into the different sizes we have like the aaron condren seven by nine sizes yeah. and then the franklin covey the the classic size which is almost a5 but not quite yeah, it's slightly narrower, but slightly taller. Um, then right. you hit A5. Um, and then we get into this maelstrom of sort of B6, personal wide, personal. Um, plus, fort- personal plus wide. Personal plus, and frankly, Kobe, <laughs> compact, and Lord knows well, what else. When you've decided that your shoulder stops hurting and you want to carry something lighter, you've joined the conversation in the B6 group of, of, of planners yeah. and papers. I, I think really that personal size or variance of it, <laughs> for want of a better word, will always be the, the sort of start point for a lot of people. Um, yeah. It, it, because it's, it is carryable and it can, you can get so many different types of inserts for those sizes um, that, you know, that's the, you know, the, the crux of the matter really isn't it? if you're not entirely sure where to start we'll start there and work either up or down in size so <laughs> you, you can't go far wrong really can you and, um, and because of the inserts if, for example i use i have a slim personal that i use mm-hmm. as a wallet and mm. I've, I've used one for about three years now four years almost yeah. um I cannot see myself going back to a regular wallet now, having experienced the ease and functionality of that personal size. They're just so conducive to wanting to be picked up. Mm. Every time I see a personal size planner, I just want to pick it up. I may not have that same effect with the larger desk size ones, but the personal one just lends itself to wanting to be taken places. Mm. It's sort of like, come on, let's fill Mm. this up with file of facts, which is happy enough what what file of facts stands for. And then going down, the next sort of size down, of course, is A6, which is in the same proportions as, you know, A5 and A4. It's just the next size down in that sort of series, as it were. Um, You do have a slight variation on that one where it's the same height, but about 10 millimetres narrower. In other words, the same width as personal. So that's even slightly more compact, which is known in Europe as senior size. It's not true A6, but at a push, you can use A6 size pages in a senior size organizer. You just have to opt for top and bottom tabs rather than side tabs if you want to carry a pen as well. Um, a lot of people do that, and it is. Steve, sort of... do you do you remember the goat gate conversations we were having uh, three or four, five years back, almost at this point, where? people just went nuts for the mulberry uh, goat pink goat planners 
and Mulberry at the time mm. <laughs> were making only A6 size, but everybody mm. saw them in photos and they said, my God, they look like personal size. Are these personal yeah. size, right? And so mm. I think it was ad nauseum. We would get questions, is this personal size? <laughs> and so at some point, I think you posted this sheet of paper that compared the sizes showing how in mm. fact personal size was narrower and longer mm. and and, um, and shorter, excuse me. And then A6 was wider and short sort of over top when it came to personal size so you could you could sort of fit one in the other but not one in the other one yeah because <laughs> then you've got some of the some of the companies use different ring spacing compared they use the same size yeah. paper but different ring spacing we won't get into that because that just muddies the waters even further um really it just just becomes a, a bit of a nightmare um pocket size is again another popular size um it you know and branching sideways sort of thing um it's a very popular size in the sort of notebooks and tra travelers notebooks and, and that sort of field as well so it's not just about rings you know th there's a lot of sizes that are shared sort of just in normal sort of bound um things and they're sort of i have the you know, i have the utmost respect for people that can plan in pocket and mini yeah. size planners it seems like this impossible feat for me to write that small i don't know i don't know how yeah. they do it but I'm, i might have chapeau off to these people because they really do a good job of planning in them and by the by the nature of its name it is you know it is pocketable without any doubt and it's it's a, a very neat size to sort of work as, as a wallet as well as um as a planner or as a notebook and all the rest of it um and Most then, pocket have five rings, um, yeah, right? Six. And one six mini ring. have oh six. Excuse me, yeah. pocket have six. One mini have five. Yeah. Yeah. And then mini is is a tiny thing, really. Um, and for unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, it's a size that's been sort of phased out by Filofax. Uh, but there are still lots of people still using that size. Um, so I think they still possibly still sell inserts for it i'm not sure but certainly um m2 which is same physical page size but it's the landscape they switch it around into landscape um format but with only three rings so it's a sort of a a, a much wider but not as tall sort of format they work brilliantly because they're about the same sort of size as your average sort of man's wallet um so that they they can double up as a wallet and a you know notebook. And again, I have seen people that use them for planning, but um, a bit beyond me really to get sort of the handwriting down that small. You wouldn't have that many lines on a, on a, an M two page. When I when I see page. an M two, uh, the only thing I think it's good for is to give out autographs to people. You know, sort of <laughs> here, would you like my autograph? I can't. I, I don't know how how anyone would use it. It's fantastic. They're adorable, especially mm. the minis. It almost feels as if someone's done a little dollhouse figurine version of a, of a planner and it you know yeah. so i love them and i own uh two minis i love them i've gotten uh credit card inserts and actually what they were were id inserts over mm. at my stationers and i've punched holes in them so that they hold credit cards in a mini mm. size planner they're very handy when you just want to have a small bit of wallet to go with you and not have to carry the whole kit and caboodle 
wherever it is that you're going if you want to have a lighter sort of just cards and IDs kind of wallet. Mm. Um, but I, I've never written in one. If I have to write in one, I would I'd have to be tempted to take the pages out. I don't think I could squeeze my wrist onto those rings. I'd fear I'd smush them. Yeah. Well, That's I've actually done... It's, it's not quite a seven size. It's slightly wider than a seven uh, mini. Um, I've actually used one um by using a, a rodeo pad which is a seven size and just take the pages out mm. of the rodeo pad um again a convenient source of paper without having to buy it from online or you know something that i can buy locally um, and easily you know i can know which what's which one to get sort of thing um but uh yeah the the, the mini and m2 the m the mini i always thought of initially as being the sort of thing where the traveling salesman wishing to take his samples around with him of right of this is the, right. it's the, it's the sort of sample size isn't it you know this is the this would be a you know because if you want do you want to see what your final product will look like here <laughs> here's the mini version of it sort of thing yeah yeah the mold the, the mini molden sort of thing you know it doesn't matter what what size it is it's always roughly the same design okay the layout internally is going to be different but you know in terms of ex, what it looks like externally it's just in the same sort of proportions and and everything's been made just smaller and it would sort of be a, the the perfect representation sort of thing but as you say it's, yeah. the, it's the doll's house equivalent really isn't it yeah 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 <laughs> you know th- just think you can get eight eight um mini pages out of a sheet of a4 <laughs> just to give you some you know, quirky <laughs> extremes as it were um and have a sheet uh, have a thin strip of paper left over sort of thing but so uh, what are you currently using today steve i still um, great advocate, really, of A5 um, for my sort of ordinary day-to-day stuff at my desk. But I do sort of play around with some of the other sizes, B6 and A6, I use as a carry-round thing. Because, again, it's a convenient size, just slip in the bag sort of thing. Um, I don't plan in the A6, though. It, it just tends to be no paper and sort of, you know, if I want to sketch something out. But I even go up, to, if, I'm, if I'm doing some notes or something for a project or something around the house, I quite often get out an A4 pad for doing that because, again, it's, it's conveniently big and it's a lot easier to work right. with sort of thing. As long as you're not interchanging stuff too, on a too regular basis between things... It doesn't really matter that you're using various sizes. Um, it's just what you've got used to using in a way, really. But I, I've been using A5 the longest, I think, now of, of any one size. Although I do own, you know, quite a, a mixture of sizes um, in the cup right. sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it, as I say, it's it's each of their own, really. There's no real hard and fast rules that you must use this size or you must use that size no it's it's up to you really because everybody's needs are, are different in terms well of- i mean for example i still use my desk fax and i use mm. it to contain all of my clients information 
Yeah. But that's all it's ever used for. I and I do yeah. long term planning in it. I do long term mm. brain brain dumps and things like that in it. Yeah. Um, but you're right. A five is the size that I go for when I do mm. my planning, and I still carry a personal, as I said, for my wallet. Mm. And when I need to swap out that wallet to have it smaller, I have a pocket version, and I do mm. have a mini version in Piccadilly in green, which mm. is a breeze to get through airports. Let me tell you. If all you've got is your little mini with you and all your IDs and credit cards in it, you're good to go. I'm never worried about where I've lost it because it's bright green, shows up everywhere in my handbag. And I, I love it. So I use a lot of the sizes, but for different purposes. Mm. So I'm keen on A5 as well. Anyway, we've we've gone way over our time. Well, only a couple of minutes, but never mind. A couple of minutes, it's okay. So we'll ask you the usual question of where can we find you on the interwebs? Well, you can find me skulking and lurking around the Planerology pages uh, through punchresumes.com. Fraternal Order of Nine Rings, now that we've mentioned that it, it's out in the open. Uh, you do have to have a secret handshake for that. <laughs> and um, and on Instagram, it's Karine Tovmasia. Steve, where can we find you? And you find me in the usual place of Filofaxi, Traveler's Notebook Times, and as Mr. Filofaxi on Instagram. And remember, folks... If you've enjoyed our podcast, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, and share it. Mm-hmm.